Hey there, I'm Mason, and this is Bad Recap, the podcast where I recap a movie, book, or TV show and give some opinions on it. Uh, this time will be the movie Ready or Not, starring Samara Weaving. Fucking love her. Just saying that. Right meow. She's awesome. Um, as always, uh, there is a spoiler warning for the movie for obvious reasons. Uh, there's also a language warning, because my fucking mouth knows no bounds. First time I've ever said that. A sexual joke. It's whatever. Had to be there. So, the movie opens up to this, like, fucking little kid running around this house. There's a bunch of people with masks on, trying to, like, capture and kill this fucking dude. It's back in, like, the 70s or 80s or whatever. And, uh... Eventually they capture him, and then they pull him into this huge room with this, like, like, awesome, like, door. It's, it's important. You'll see it later. It's important. And then it cuts to, uh, our main protagonist, Grace, and she's talking to the mirror about her husband and, well, her future husband, because it's the day of her wedding, and, like, her future family, who fucking hates her. Not all of them, just some of them. And all this stuff. She has a smoke, and, uh, her soon-to-be husband, Alex, comes in. And then they talk, and the, yeah. And so then, they have an awkward wedding and awkward photos. Uh, and then after that, Grace and Alex are trying to fuck, because, I mean, you know, they just got fucking married. But then they get interrupted by his aunt, who's like, bitch, y'all gotta play this fucking game. And he's like, girl, fucking, we'll be there in a minute, show your shit. So Alex is like, hey, I probably should have told you this before I dragged you to this giant fucking house... Uh, that's, like, surrounded by gates and a fucking ton of yard and all this shit. But, like, we have to play a game on our wedding night, basically. Or, like, my family won't accept you. And Grace is like, well, fucking, I want them to accept me. So, fucking, I guess let's do this shit. And they have to play a game because Alex's family is rich. Like, real rich. Uh, they are a board game empire. They say that it's a dominion. Whatever. I literally think that the person who wrote this just so badly wanted to, like, prove that they knew cool words. So they were like, I'm just gonna slip this in there that it's an important fact that they are a dominion. I'm like, okay. Guess who wanted to win some money at Scrabble? <coughs> so, yep, yeah, so then Grace is confused, but she's like, okay, well, I wanna fuck you, so let's get this shit over with. So then they go to the secret room, which is the same one from the start of the movie, so you know some high-class shit is about to happen in here. And, uh, you see, like, the entire fucking family is there. Um, and then Alex's sister, Emily, she, like, wasn't at the wedding, but now she's there. She is a straight-up cokehead. Um, and her and her husband are there, and then they have two kids, and they're upstairs in the fucking mansion, being read to, uh, and then Alex's brother Daniel and his wife, they seem to fucking hate each other, but it's whatever to live and learn, I guess. Uh, and then it's Alex's aunt and his parents. And so they're all in this fucking room, and then there's this huge, boring spiel about, like, the history of their wealth and, like, how their, like, great-great-grandfather or whatever met this man named Mr. LaBelle, and he was, like, Yo, I'll give you this fucking shit. 
And then, like, they had this whole thing, and Mr. LaBelle is basically a fucking... Is Satan. Basically. He's literally Lucifer. They just... I'm just like, again, y'all just wanted to be real fancy and get those extra Scrabble points. Instead of just literally calling this person Satan all the time, they call him Mr. LaBelle. Like, literally all the fucking time. But whatever. And then they, like, pass her this, like, really neat wooden box. I think it's cool. And, uh, and they're, and they're like, yeah, you have to pick, like, the, this box picks, like, a card that says the game we have to play, and then we have to play this game, and so it, like, pops open, and it, she takes the card from it, and she's like, oh, it's hide-and-seek, and everyone gets real serious, real fast. Uh, really should have tipped her off, just saying that, right, meow? It doesn't, she's just like, okay. Honestly, though, this, fa- this family is fucking weird. So it's not that odd. They, there's, you have a fucking cokehead. You have two people that hate each other. You have a weird aunt who barely talks. You have parents. Uh, his parents are actually real nice to her. I mean, I don't think that they thought that she was gonna fucking die before this moment. But they actually real nice. They real nice. And then the 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 dad is like, okay, so you have to hide. Obviously, we have to try to find you. Uh, and you have to hide until dawn in order to win. In order to win, okay. In order to win, you have to, like, you you can't be found, basically, before dawn. And she's like, okay. So she goes and hides, and she, like, picks the dumbwaiter thingy, because it's a fucking rich person house. Uh, and she hides in there. And then everyone else gears the fuck up to fucking murder her. Uh, and then, like, pretty much everyone has guns, but then the aunt gets this, like, huge fucking axe, and then Emily's husband gets a crossbow... Because foreshadowing, uh, he clearly has literally no idea what to do with it. Okay, I will say, I just said for sure, because foreshadowing, it's not really foreshadowing, I really think they just wanted a funny death and they were like, we can get some humor out of a crossbow, because like, boy literally spends like, however long in the bathroom, like on his phone, like figuring out how to use this fucking crossbow. (laughs) But yeah. It is pretty funny, but yeah, it's just kind of odd. Um, and then, yeah, everyone but Alex heads out, because he's like, I'm not gonna fucking murder my wife, and they're like, well, you're lost. And so, then, of course, Grace gets bored of the dumbwaiter, because of fucking, she's sitting in a fucking dumbwaiter as a fucking adult on her wedding night, and she gets out, and she's like, okay, let's just fucking be over with this, because I'm done. And Alex finds her, and he's like, girl, you gotta fucking hide. So they're like, hide behind her bed, and she's like, you're a fucking moron. And then one of the maids comes in, because, uh, one of Emily's kids is just, like, wandering around like a fucking miscreant. Um, and then Emily, the cokehead, sees movement and just shoots her fucking gun and shoots the maid's face half off. Uh, because she thought it was Grace, and then, of course, Grace is like, oh shit, they, these, these rich motherfuckers are trying to kill me. Uh, they're that kind of rich motherfucker. Uh, so then everyone helps move the maid body <laughs> out, because they're like, ah, well, if she sees this, she'll know. And we can't tip her off that we're trying to murder her in the face. Ugh. And so... Whew. So Alex explains to Grace... Uh, that his great-great-grandfather made a legit deal with the legit fucking devil... Um, because what else, and just answer me this, what else 
are white people supposed to do with their time? Truly, I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, build build homes for humanity, uh, put great time in, like, putting your time and effort into volunteering for, like, foster care systems uh, and with, like, people with mental health disorders or being an advocate or summoning the fucking devil to get rich. I mean, that's just, an, that is just an easy choice. I mean, come on. Who, who wouldn't summon the fucking devil in order to get kind of rich off of board games? Slam dunk, really. And then any new person who wants to come into the family has to pick a card from this box that the devil gave them. And if hide and seek is pulled, that person has to get fucking marked. And so Alex is like, I don't really believe it. My family's just fucking crazy. But, like, come on. Come on. And then Grace rightfully asks him, Why the fuck did you get married to me if you knew it was a possibility that your family would try to fucking murder me on our wedding night? And then he was it. He's fucking a prick. I'm just gonna say that right meow. He's a fucking prick. He was like, well, I knew you were going to leave if I didn't ask you, if I didn't marry you. So, it was the potential of her life for his happiness. The potential for her to get literally murdered was not as important as him being happy with this person who might die if he married her. And, but then he just, he's just like, okay, well, I'm, I promise you, I'm gonna get you out of this, okay? I'm gonna get you out of this house. I'm gonna go unlock all the doors, because of course all the fucking doors are locked, to keep her from getting out. Um, and he's like, girl, you, like, he, like, leads her into this, like, little attic thingy. And he's like, just go down this hall, take this door, and... You'll be, like, right by a door. I'll get in there real quick. I'll unlock it. You can get the fuck out of here. We'll get out of here. You'll be safe. So she puts on tennis shoes because running in heels is stupid. And she tears off the bottom of the dress so she's more mobile. Which is good. I'm just gonna say that right now. Fucking good on them. All these fucking movies that try to have these fucking women run in, like, ballroom gowns and high heels. It's fucking stupid. Any actual woman would do literally exactly what Grace just did. Like, they would take off their fucking heels, maybe, maybe keep them to, like, bludgeon someone in the eye or something like that, and then, like, rip their fucking skirt or tie it or something like that. They want to just be running through this fucking, this fucking bullshit with a huge fucking princess ball gown. Hers was in princess ball gown. Very gorgeous, though. We'll say that. But still, it's fucking no. I like it. I liked what they did. It was good. So then she walks, and then she goes through... The wrong door, obviously, because it's the fucking start of the movie. It's not like they're gonna, you know, wait to have shit get shit. And then <laughs> Emily, who took more cocaine, uh, starts just shooting wildly. So everyone is like, shit, this bitch knows now. And it is full out now. Like, Grace ran in, Grace is fucking, you know, trying to get away from this. So she runs into Daniel who gives literally zero fucks about her and just, like, drinks more. And he's like, okay, I'll give you a fucking head start. And she's like, girl, you can just help me leave. Like, you don't have to tell them anything. And he's like, 
Yeah, I actually do, because they fucking suck, and it's just a part of life now. I'm fucking over it, but I'm gonna give you a head start, and then I'll alert them. So she runs away, and then his wife comes in, and I mean, to, to show us that they're unhappy, they argue, because how else the fuck are we supposed to know, except for their passive-aggressive bullshit from before, and he's like, you know, I really should have known that you were a fucking bitch when I told you about all this, and you were fine, and she was like, Girl, I was in a terrible place before. I would do anything to keep this life. You want me to murder someone? Okay, rent me out. I'll murder someone. Get, get, if you don't have a fucking hatchet for me, I will I will use a thesaurus and I'll beat a bitch to death. You need a, me to drown a child to live this life? Okay, where's the nearest well? That's fine. I'll, I'll get a puddle and I'll murder this fucking child if need be. I will keep this life. And he's like, I regret you. And she's like, okay. So then... Of course. <laughs> the family gets together and they're like, okay, we need a plan, because the bitch knows now, but we need to fucking murder her by dawn. So, like, another maid comes in, and, <laughs> and Emily just fucking harpoons her. <laughs> oh, God. I just think it's just so funny. I just fucking, I love it. I love the coked up Emily. She is so hilarious. Honestly, I love horror comedies. That's my favorite genre of absolute all time is horror comedies because there's just something so wonderful about horror comedies. And this is a good example. I don't I, I don't know if it would be called a full horror comedy, but there are definitely some very, very funny parts of it. Honestly, it's amazing. And then, uh, of course, the maid keeps moaning because she's just been harpooned. It's not like she's dead yet. So the aunt just fucking beheads her. And she's like, you need to shut up. And then the family is like, part of the family's like, we should use cameras. And then the dad's like, no, it's not tradition. And they're like, we're literally using, like, all these fucking guns and shit that weren't there before. There's literally a crossbow that wasn't around when this shit first started. Um... But the dad's like, nah, we can't use the cameras to find her. Yet. Um, and so then, Grace just fucking suits up. She, like, finds this rifle, and she puts it on, she gets this, like, stash of ammo, and she, like, puts it across her chest. Honestly, that girl has a whole ass mood. And so she finally gets to the kitchen, where Alex told her to be when he unlocks the doors, because there's, like, a door right there that leads right outside. And she hides. But Alex is a bitch who can't fucking unlock the doors... So she's, like, fucking hiding there. And then the butler comes in, because rich people. And she, he, like, hears her loading the rifle, and she tries to shoot. But, I mean, to surprise to everyone, uh, it was just a decoration. Because rich people. They fight a whole bunch, and then she just fucking smashes a teapot over his face. <laughs> and gets away. Uh, and then Alex finally stops being a little bitch and gets the door unlocked. And so Grace bolts the fuck outside. And then the dad and Daniel come in, and they're like, fucking, you fucking cunt bitch. We are doing this so we don't all die. And then they fight a little bit. It's much less cool than Grace's fight, but whatever. And then Alex just gets knocked the fuck out. Like, Grace literally has people trying to murder her, and she's getting away. And this boy gets just knocked out. And this fucking bitch-ass boy. So you get, he gets handcuffed in his rooms, and in true horror movie fashion... His dad and aunt are trying to, like, talk about very serious stuff, but they're, like, literally just, like, on the balcony. So, like, Grace 
can hear, because she's, like, right around, like, the corner. She's, like, hiding nearby. She can hear fucking everything. And they talk about how he hates their tradition, and, like, he should be the one to kill Grace, and the aunt should have killed her husband, because it was him at the start of the movie that we saw. Like, she should have killed him, and basically he's, like, the very next person in line to take over their dominion. Not his brother, not his sister, him. He is the one that's, like, set to take over everything. So then Grace gets spotted for the third time. Um. No. For the third maid. So, yeah, the third maid is, like, hiding in a dumbwaiter and, like, finds her. Um. And Grace is like, bitch, let me hide in the fucking dumbwaiter. Like, they're not trying to kill you. They're trying to kill me. Let me hide in here. Uh, they did already kill two maids, though, so, I mean, she's not really all that much safer. But then, the fucking maid is a fucking cunt bitch. Like, she's literally, she, like, literally tells Grace, you need to help me. They killed these other two, blah, 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 stuff. And Grace is like, they're not trying to kill you. Just, like, go hide somewhere else. I need to hide. Like, for real, for real, I need to hide. And this fucking cunt is just like, hey, she's here. Like, fuck you! I hope you die! And she does. It results in her getting fucking killed by the fucking dumbwaiter, because she gets fucking crushed. And that's what you get when you're a snitch. Let that be a lesson to everyone who's listening, Richard. If you're a fucking snitch, you gonna die. That's just the way it happens. I don't care if I have to find a dumbwaiter myself. Death. Just, it's gonna happen. It's just the way of the world, man. So then Grace gets the fuck outside, again, for realsies this time, and goes to, like, the stable thing, because rich people, and then the missing little kid comes up, and Grace is like, oh, like, everything's, like, okay, blah, all this stuff, and he, like, fucking shoots her through the hand, because he's a fucking dick face, and Grace just, like, just decks him, just, like, fucking, just decks him the fuck out, which, honestly, relatable, who has not wanted to deck a child? Honestly, if a, ch- if a child shot me, even if it was, like, a Nerf dart, I would fight the urge to punch them. <laughs> I sound like such a bad person. <laughs> um, okay, but then a, go- a goat startles her and uh, f- causes her to fall into a pit of carcasses, which is icky. Uh, so she, like, climbs out, but then there's this, like, nail at the top and, like, her, like, hand with the wound in it. Goes, like, right through it. But, girl's motherfucking badass. So she, like, finishes climbing out. And she, like, tears off more of her dress to bandage up her gory hand. And then she pieces the fuck out again. Just leaves that fucking child in the hay, passed out, because he's a fucking dick face. So she goes to the front gate, and she, like, just, there's just, like, barely enough space for her to get through. She, like, scratches up her back and everything, but she gets the fuck through. And she tries to get someone to come pick her up. Because there's, like, people driving by. But then, no, he's a fucking prick, so he just drives away. And I'm just like, you literally see someone in, like, a tattered dress. They're, like, they're bleeding. They're clearly not having a good day. And you're just gonna be like, bye. Fucking, ugh, bitches. Bitches, bitches, bitches. Um, so then the butler finds Grace again. And they fight again. She strangles him with, like, the sash part of her dress. But doesn't fully kill him, which is a rookie mistake. Like, I th- she, like, thinks she killed him, but, girl, you gotta be sure. You have got to be sure that this person is murdered. And she steals his car. 
So then Emily and Daniel get sent to get rid of all the maid bodies in the carcass pit, in the or the goat pit, as it is called, apparently. And then they talk about the murder spree that they're on. Daniel is fucking against it, for fucking obvious reasons, and Emily tries to be, like, all fucking preachy, and is like, I'm trying to save my children. My children haven't done anything bad. I really, I literally said <laughs> out loud in the theater, I was like, your child just fucking shot someone. Like, you, you don't have good children. But I'm just like... <clears throat> My, just my biggest thing with this fucking shit, I have the same issue with A Quiet Place, but, like, why did you have children if you so, if you so completely believed in this pact with the literal devil, this pact that would kill your entire family, your children included, why did you have children like, you believe in this pact. You believe in this deal. Like, you believe that if this, that if a person gets away from this, your entire family will die. Your children included. Why would you have children? Like, I understand it's sad. I understand that, like, you could really want children. But, like, you, again, it's the same fucking thing that Alex did. You are putting your happiness over the happiness and safety of other people. Fucking rich people. Honestly. <laughs> so then, Grace tries to use OnStar to get some fucking help, but they reported the car stolen, so, like, the fucking OnStar dude remotely shuts the car down, fucking ensuring her death, and she's like, you fucking asshole, which is correct. Like, honestly, honestly. He, like, she calls him in distress and is like, hey, you've got to fucking help me. These people are trying to fucking kill me. And he's like, yeah, well, it got reported stolen, so we're gonna have to shut off the car. Like, really? Like, you can clearly see her on GPS. You're not fucking telling me that he couldn't be like, okay, well, we're dispatching police, um, like, we'll drive, like, go to the police station. Take the car that you were into the police station. If you, like, turn any way that is not on the way to the police station, I will turn the car off. But go to the police station right now. That would have been fine, but no, he's like, nah, you dumb bitch, you gonna die. I hope he dies. Now, again, I'm sounding like such a mean person, but still, you are ensuring someone's death, you fucking dick face. Like, really? Is your, are you really getting paid that much for your job? Really? That someone else's life doesn't matter? Like, come on. Even if she was trolling, even if she was fucking off, literally, you can use the GPS and, like, Tell her, go this route, turn right here, turn here, turn here, and if she doesn't, then you could shut the car down. Like, that's all you need to do. But no, story must story. So, then she gets tranked by the butler, and the butler drives her back while video chatting with the family, because rich people and funniness, and so that they can see what a badass she is, because she's in the back seat, which is stupid. She really should have been in the front seat. I am just saying. Really should have just, like, kept her in the front seat. But no, he, like, puts her in the back seat. So after he tells him that he's on his way, he, like, blasts classical music because he's a nerd. And then Grace sits up, but, like, the family can't warn him because his music is so fucking loud. Also, why is he still in a video chat with them? If he's blasting classical music, 
Like, that's the kind of thing that you do after you've ended the video call. Again, it's literally just so that they can see her and it to be funny. But, like, in a real world scenario, he's a dumb bitch. <laughs> uh, and so then she, like, curb stomps him, minus the curb, and the car crashes into a field. He is finally dead. Thank God. But Grace is not. Surprising no one, because she's the heroine. I mean, well, she's not. She can't die. That's fucking stupid. So then, of course, Daniel's there, and he knocks her out, and then he takes her back to the mansion after giving a soft talk about how he can't let his family die. Boyd literally hates his fucking family. Like, it is very clearly shown that, like, his family doesn't really respect him much, and he does not respect them. <laughs> Which, honestly, I, I can kind of get that. If my family was murdering innocent people, I don't feel like I would have a lot of respect for them. <laughs> honestly. Um, and then Alex's mom goes to talk to him about how he obviously loves his wife, but his family is more important. Um, and he says he'll kill her to death if anything happens to Grace. And she's like, rude. You a rude son. So then the family straps Grace to an altar and takes turns drinking from this, like, chalice. It's actually very pretty. But then they start all just, like, spewing. It's gross. But then it turns out that Daniel poisoned them because he is a conscious. And he helps Grace off the altar and tries to freak her. But Daniel's wife stops them. And she's like, you're a fucking dick. And he's like, you're a fucking cunt. And she shoots Daniel and then fights Grace, who just fucking pistol whips that bitch. Good. Good. So then Grace tries to help Daniel, but, I mean, he's, he's fucked. He's just fucked. And then Alex breaks free and he tries to help Daniel, but he's, again, he's still fucked. So then the, the dad tries to kill Grace, but she, like, bashes him with this fucking lantern and, like, breaks on the floor and starts a fire. But, of course, the fire's not going to get significant until it's needed. So we're fine for now. Uh, the mom tries to harpoon her, but misses, and then starts strangling her. And then Grace, like, pulls down the, um, the card box from before and just starts smashing her fucking head in with it. Just, like, keeps going and just like, I hate your fucking family. Your fucking family sucks. Ah! Um, and then, uh, Alex comes across his now very bloody wife standing over the carcass of his mother. And he tries to talk to her, but the woman is traumatized by being almost murdered all fucking night. And so he becomes a whiny baby to prove even more that he only cares about himself. Hence why he even asked her to marry him in the first fucking place. Decides that if she won't stay with him after his entire family tried to fucking murder her, then he'll just murder her so he, at least he lives and has his family there. So he helps to capture her again and then the family just holds her down to the altar because it's nearing sunrise um, to try to kill her again. So, Alex tries to dagger his wife, but Grace claws the ant's hand and breaks free, making him dagger her in the shoulder. And so she gets up and takes out the dagger and then threatens to dagger the family. And then the sun comes up, and everyone freaks the fuck out, but nothing happens, so they're like, what the fuck? The ant still tries to kill Grace, because she's like, ah, it's tradition. But then, bam, she did in an explosion. And everyone just starts fucking blowing up one by one, even the kids. And the dad tries to whine to the devil about how he should be spared. But guess what? He blows the fuck up too. 
And so then Alex is, like, the last one to blow. He just tries to, like, cozy up to Grace and being like, it's your love that stopped me. That's why I'm still here is because your love. Please give me a chance. And she's like, fucking no. Fuck you, you fucking cunt face. So he blows the fuck up, too. And then Grace sees the devil. She sees Mr. LaBelle just, like, sitting at the head of the table for a brief second. Uh, And he just, like, nods to her. (laughs) And... Then, like, the more the fire spreads, and she leaves the mansion as everything really starts going up, and she sits on the front steps, all covered in her blood and gucky grossness. And then she's just, like, smoking as the ambulance comes up, and she gets asked, what the fuck just happened? Because she's fucking, obviously. And she just says, in-laws. And that's the end of the movie. So how it could be better? I wanted more. Let me just tell you right meow. I wanted more. Because I expected just more. I thought, I 100% thought that, like, the guy from the start was going to be, like, her older brother or something. Because, like, they made, like, a big point in the movie to say that, like, she, like, was an orphan. And, like, she, like, didn't grow up with her family. And, like, she grew up in, like, foster care and stuff. So I thought it was going to be, like... You found out that, like, he was her, like, brother or dad or something like that, and because they fucking murdered him, um, she, like, she, she sought them out to, like, get revenge on them or something like that, or, 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 like, she, or, like, she, like, got something from the devil or, like, she, something. I wanted more something, like, if the devil was, like, you survived, like, you have one wish, like, I will grant you one wish, or something, something. I just wanted more. Because, like, I, I said, still believe it, but, like, it wasn't really a, like, a twist in the movie. It was more of a slight bend. Like, the big twist was supposed to be Alex turning on her and them and him helping to try to murder her. But, again, it wasn't really a big twist. It was just kind of a slight bend. In the story. Like, it was still good, and I still really like it, and I will still buy it. But, yeah, I just, I wanted just more. I thought there would just be a little bit more to it. And, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I guess she'll still get, like, the family's money and stuff, since she's, like, the only living person that is a part of the family. Like, because, like, she got married. If everything got finalized, I don't know. Again, they didn't go into that, so... But, like, I'm guessing she got their money and stuff. But, yeah, I just expected there to be a little bit more. I expected it to be a little bit more shocking. And it wasn't. I don't know. I just expect a little bit of a better ending. But it was still very, very good. Highly recommend. Okay. So, that was it. Peace.